It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very good Wednesday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins shut out the San Diego Padres in game two, three to nothing. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Now for the eighth time this season, the Marlins have tossed a shutout. They snap a three-game losing streak. They get themselves back into the win column as they level up this three-game series out here at Petco Park in San Diego, California at one apiece tonight with a 3-0 shutout over the San Diego Padres. This is the 10th inning show with Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff and Kelly. We'll talk about the offense. We can talk about Solaire's 33rd home run of the season, but we must start with the performance turned in by this Marlins pitching staff tonight. We will start with Jesus Lazardo, who tossed six shutout innings, his best start in over a month, allowed two hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. Skip has said it before. He said, if this team is going to make a run for that wild card spot, Jesus Lazardo needs to get right. That's exactly what he did today. It's really good to see him getting back to the form that we got so used to seeing early in the season. Now we've said this time and time again, this is new territory for him. He has not pitched this deep into the season, hasn't pitched as many innings as he has this year. So we're Working through some things, but tonight he was spectacular. At one point, had retired 12 straight. Everything was working with spotting that fastball. The work that he did on the slider paid off and mixing in that changeup really nicely. So everything starts with your starting pitcher. They've got to give you a chance to win exactly what Luzardo did today. The San Diego Padres now shut out 11 times this season for this ball club. Many probably assuming that is... Simply unacceptable, but a terrific win for the Marlins here tonight. I thought Skip did a great job. Kelly didn't overthink it. Lazardo gives you six innings, and then he goes to his three dudes in the back. Nardi punches out the side in the seventh. Scott allowed a hit, but just darn near perfect in the eighth. Worked around the two-out double by Cooper. That was a bloop double in the right. And then David Robertson, he walked one in the ninth. Jazz made a great play in center field, but uh, nice to see Robertson get right as well. And Nardi and Scott have been fantastic all season, so it's more of the same from them. But yeah. Robertson, they're going to need a guy like that. They're going to have to be able to go to that bullpen and just know that he's going to be able to go on that field and not walk the guys and start to give up the troubles that we saw the last time out against the Dodgers. So a little scary there with the walk. However, was able to bounce back and secure his fourth save of the season for the Marlins. And on the offensive side of things, Marlins were propelled by a three-run four-hit Caught one costly error top of the third inning. Uh, Soler with his 33rd homer of the season. It's another homer out of the leadoff spot tonight. Avi Garcia collects an RBI and a ground out, but he leaves to a hamstring strain, so who knows how long that's going to knock him out. Then with Berger batting, there was the big E6. But what did you kind of make of the offense tonight? Three runs on eight hits. And they came up big when they needed to. And it all started with Soler, who's looked so darn good all season long, especially in that leadoff spot. He crushed that baseball. And then Luis Arise, nice to see him get the little hit, score the run. Bell continues to be good for the Marlins as well. So this was one of those types of wins that we saw a lot in the first half. They kind of find a way to win, and the pitching really secures it. All right, Kelly, good stuff. And uh, let's see here if the Marlins can collect a series victory with Sandy Alcantara on the mound tomorrow. 
They'll even go home happy crampers with a 3-3 three and three road trip. So we'll see how it all plays out. But good stuff tonight. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And you love your chances with the way that he's been pitching. Yep. I'll see you tomorrow, Kyle. Sandy's been great. That's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game tonight. Scoreless through two innings in a matchup featuring Blake Snell and Jesus Lazardo. Let's see here. Blake Snell worked around a two-out walk in the first inning. And Jesus Lazardo worked around a one-out walk in the first. Padres got a hit in the second, one of just two hits, or three hits, I should say, allowed by Marlins pitching tonight. This was a scoreless ball game going to the top of the third, but scoreless not for long with Jorge Soler leading off the top of the third inning for Miami. Again very soon, 3-2 pitch, swung on, hit high and deep, center field, Soler, oh my goodness, he can watch it fly into the bushes in center field. Jorge Soler is 33rd bomb of the season. Blake Snell ain't getting that one back. It's Miami 1 and San Diego nothing here in the third. It was a prodigious shot off the bat of Jorge Soler. Just a real big-time bomb by Soler. And come to find out, that's, that's all the Marlins would need tonight, but they certainly did get more in the third. Following the one-out homer, and I should say one-out. That was not a leadoff homer. That was a one-out homer by Soler in the third. Both Arise and Bell, Luis Arise and Josh Bell singled, and that brought Jake Berger to the plate. Here's the 1-2 again from Snell to Berger. There go the runners, and here's a ground ball hit to the left side. In the hole, Bogarts has it. Off balance throw to first is high. It gets all the way past Garrett Cooper. Arise is going to score all the way from second base. Going from first to third is Josh Bell. That's an error by Xander Bogarts at shortstop. It's 2-0 Miami. Put the ball in play. So it was 2-0. Berger reaches on the E6. That was a costly E6 by Bogarts. And then putting the finishing touches on a three-run forehead. Top of the third inning was the next man, Avi Garcia. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on, dribbled. Back toward Snell. He lets it go. Kim's got it. He fires it to first. In time, Garcia's out, and he's hurt. Scoring from third is Josh Bell. It looks like Avi Garcia just tugged at that left hamstring. That's an RBI for Avi. The Marlins lead 3-0, but they just lost their left fielder. And that was his 21st, I'm sorry, check that, his 12th run bat at the end of the season. And um, I will not speculate any further. He did not look good coming off the diamond, but who knows? Might be his last. You just don't know. At this juncture of the season, a left hamstring strain. You hate to see that for Avi Garcia, who truly has just been riddled by injuries now in two seasons and a multi-year deal worth plenty of... Uh, money with Miami. So the Marlins got three runs on four hits. There was a costly error. They left one man out in the top of the third inning, and that really allowed Jesus Lazardo to settle in. After he allowed the one-out walk in the first and the one-out single in the second, he would go on to retire one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve in a row. That twelve in a row took us all the way to the bottom of the sixth inning tonight before Hassan Kim singled and that brought Fernando Tatis Jr. to the plate, who in a full count with one out, struck out swinging. Kim was trying to stay out of a double play. He wasn't trying to steal the bag. He wasn't within reason, but he wasn't. He got an awful jump. Uh, Bob Melvin was not anticipating that Fernando Tatis Jr. would swing and miss at strike three. It was a strike him out, throw him out. That would end the bottom of the sixth inning for Jesus Lazardo, and that's where he would put an end to his terrific night here this evening. He goes six innings of shutout ball, one walk, seven strikeouts, and two hits. It was 3 nothing going to the top of the seventh inning. Marlins really couldn't muster a whole lot. They got a two-out single by 
John Birdie in the seventh inning. Blake Snell went six. Scott Barlow came on in the seventh. He worked the seventh. Bottom of the seventh, Andrew Nardi relieved Jesus Lazardo. That was quick and easy. All he had to do was strike out the side. He walked right through Soto, Machado, and Bogarts. He struck out all three. Eighth inning, Nick Martinez worked around a two-out catcher's interference, a single and a walk. Marlins left him loaded in a 3-0 game in the top of the eighth inning. Tanner Scott got the bottom of the eighth. He allowed a two-out measly double to the opposite field by Garrett Cooper. Just kind of popped one up into no man's land. That was a hustle two-out double for Garrett Cooper. This was a score, or this was a three-nothing game going to the top of the ninth inning. Luis Garcia with a perfect top of the ninth for San Diego, and the Marlins turned the baseball over to David Robertson, who had collected three of five save opportunities with his new Miami Marlins ball club. He was looking for his fourth save as a Marlin tonight and his 18th in total this season. He started the bottom of the ninth inning with Hassan Kim, and he struck him out on a foul tip. Then Fernando Tatis Jr. walked, and with Juan Soto at the plate, Soto whacked a ball on a line to the gap in left center field, but out of nowhere, Jazz Chisholm Jr., just shy of the warning track, made an unbelievable leaping grab in left center field to rob Juan Soto of extra bases, and it would have brought the tying man to the plate in the bottom of the ninth inning. But alas, it didn't. Soto was out. There was two outs. Tatis took second on defensive indifference with Manny Machado at the plate. And David Robertson was able to get Machado into a two-strike count. And Machado was representing the final out and final strike for the Padres here tonight. One and two, the count to Manny Machado as Robertson comes set out of the stretch. Now the pitch is popped up. This is going to do it. Underneath the baseball is Yuli Gurriel. He makes the catch, and the ball game is over. The Miami Marlins... Pitch their eighth shutout of the season as boos rain down here at Petco Park. They beat the Padres 3 to nothing. David Robertson with his fourth save as a Miami Marlin, his 18th in total this season. Jesus Lazardo, the winning pitcher, he goes six shutout here tonight. What a night. This series is level at one aside. Marlins win it 3 nothing tonight. And taking a look at the totals from this ball game this evening. For the Marlins, three runs, eight hits, no errors, and eight men left on base. And for the Padres, no runs, three hits, three errors, and four men left on base. Jesus Lazardo, brilliant six shutout innings tonight. He's now 9-8 and eight this season, the winning pitcher tonight. Losers, Blake Snell, he went six innings, allowed three runs, all earned six hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts. Snell falls to 10-9 and nine for the Padres. And David Robertson collects his 18th save of the season, his fourth as a Marlin here this evening. Total time of game, 2 hours and 31 minutes. Crystal clear skies and 73 degrees at first pitch here in San Diego tonight. A little bit chillier now that the ball game is wrapped up. Sellout crowd on Hassan Kim's bobblehead night. And 43,430 are going home disappointed this evening. For the Marlins in their victorious effort, now 65-62 and 62 this season. And with the Padres, their loss, they suffer another setback. They are 60 and 67 now in just 34 and 33, just one game better than 500 here at home at Petco Park this season. I said this earlier in the broadcast tonight. There's not a single San Diego Padre hitter that's batting over 300 at home this season. I don't know, but for some reason, that just sounds crazy to me. For the Marlins tonight, 12 strikeouts. Great night of pitching for the Marlins. And that means that $300 have been donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated 
to the Drive Pink initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 3-0 win over the Padres. Skip, just uh, how big of a positive step in the right direction was this start for Jesus tonight? Yeah, we needed this uh, out of him. He needed it as well. Um, Gosh, his fastball was electric tonight with the slider. I didn't walk guys um, on the attack against a good lineup. Um, who hits lefties. That, that, that lineup hits lefties, and um, he was matching Snell. Snell's been one of the best in the league, um, especially the, se- the second half has been unbelievable. Um, so matching him was uh, what we needed for, uh, tonight, and um, obviously solely breaking through uh, with the big home run, maybe the furthest one of his career. Um, and then we just added on, added on after that, and um, yeah, it was just a really good day. Yeah, you mentioned it, that home run from Solaire in the third. Was that the biggest key to setting the tone in that inning? You know, what was really key to getting those three runs? Yeah, we were not um, seeing his curveball. We were swinging at the changeup, his curveball um, a lot. They just could not pick it up, almost like the Waka changeup last night. We just could not pick it up. Um, the league can't pick it up. The, the entire major leagues is not picking up the curveball or the fastball or the changeup right now from from Snell. He's just kind of in that zone. So um, collecting hits uh, was was key today. Um, you know, some some big walks at times and putting the ball in play and um, some good base running. And I think that's uh, you know that was the offensive side. We didn't really get anything much after that, um, but just one big inning. That's all it took. With that back end bullpen is as good as I've ever seen it uh, this year. Um, just electric stuff from Nardi and Scott, and uh, you know, other than the walk by Robertson, just really good stuff tonight. And uh, that play by Jazz um, also was a, a difference maker. You always talk about getting the shutdown inning after the offense scores. The importance of Luzardo getting that third to be yeah. able to keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. That's a momentum changer, you, especially on the road. Um, you know, they come back and if they you know s- score one right there, even it's just uh, you know you just never know what's going to happen, right? And and um, so keeping that momentum going in the dugout, even though we didn't score, um, just it still felt like you know we were in the in the um, had the momentum on our side and. Um, and again, when you have that back end bullpen uh, like we have, uh, we feel really good with any lead. Uh, Avi, how's he doing? Uh, not great. Um, you know, obviously really frustrated. Just a tough year so far for him. And um, getting back injured the whole year, it feels like. Finally gets back. He's doing everything the right way. Um, preparing, you know, to get his body right. And, you know, pulls pull, you know, pulls up with a hamstring. We'll find out how bad it is tomorrow. But um, feels like it's, you know, in, a, in the belly of that thing. And it's, uh, so not ideal. You mentioned the base running. I think it was on Berger's hit. Just the runners were in motion. Just was that? Obviously, plan. Do you think that maybe affected a bit how that play? Yeah, they, they were the they were on green light uh, that particular at bat. So whenever they felt like they, you know, we had something on Snell. Whenever they felt like they're ready to go, it's it's up to them when they want to go. Um, and obviously, the timing was great when the ball was put in play. Um, Berger ran hard, um, and you know that's kind of what happened. But it, it was it, it wasn't called by me. It was just it was green light, and when they were ready to go in that at bat. Um, you know, and they and they took advantage of it. Can you say about the inning for Andrew Nardi since coming off the IL has just been nails pretty much? Yeah, as we missed him. You know, it, it was a struggle without him um, when he was on the IL. So, you know, having him come back, the first, you know, outing or so, he wasn't as sharp. You know, you could tell that, like, he was almost like the opening day again, just nerves kind of, and now he's settled back in and um, he's throwing 98 miles an hour, both in, in LA and in here, uh, here fired up. Slider was really good. I don't even think he needed the slider tonight. He could just go with the, the fastball was that good and putting it where he wants it, um, against the heart of the order too. And, 
um, yeah, it's he's really effective, and you know, glad to have him back. Skip, you've always got a game plan for everything. When you have an arm like Tatis out in the outfield, do you have to adjust the game plan when it comes to base running, or do you still want to see guys? Yeah, there's very very few guys that you have to shut down when the ball's hit to uh, that particular player, and he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he has the best. I know there's that, you know, De La Cruz over in Cincinnati, and there's some really good arms around the league. But for me, just being around Tatis, um, Rick Ankiel and Tatis are the two best arms I've seen um, in my career. And um, and he showed it off again. He got us in Miami, too. Um, two outs, you take a chance there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, uh, you know, ball was hit probably too hard <laughs> so by Jazz. And um, it wasn't, you know, I, I still think you take a chance against Snell on the mound. Trying to get another hit against Snell would have been, it's not, it's not easy to just get four hits in a row or whatever. So um, taking a chance there, I was okay with it. And there being a moot point, but is there any consideration to pinching Fortes there in the top of the eighth? The bags yeah, we can't because of the injury. Yeah, so um, if we go uh, Sanchez there, I got to take Soler out defensively, uh, you know, and so if I pinch at him there, then the next inning I can't take Soler out um, defensively, you know, uh, in the ninth inning, and that was more important to me at that point. Jesus Lazardo was absolutely fantastic yesterday night. He goes six innings, gives up two hits, no runs, seven punch outs. Let's hear what Jesus had to say after his start. Jesus, how big of a step in the right direction was this start for you tonight? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I just got back on track. Um, obviously, frustrating second half so far, uh, but good to you know get get my feet back under me and uh, against a good team like that. A lot of first pitch strikes. Mel always stresses the importance of that. What do you think led to you getting back to being able to execute so many first pitch strikes? Uh, I feel like just mentally, um, just the mentality I took into the game. I feel like it was different than the last couple starts, maybe. Um, just felt like I should attack the zone, and uh, whatever happens, happens at that point. What about the four-seamer? Skip said it was like electric. Yeah, I mean, Marm has been feeling really good. Um, it's just really been about getting in good places, um, and that's something that we focus on heavily with Mel in between my starts and uh, just taking maybe a little bit more time and focusing on what, what we want to do. Seems like you're changing slider too. Yeah, I mean, my slider uh, hadn't been the best lately, but uh, like I said, we've been working on it, and uh, thankfully, the changeup for me, I feel like, is my equalizer. Um, I, I'm able to use it in certain counts, and it helps me get back into good counts. It's just the importance of finding a way to build off this and carry this into uh, next starts, making sure it's not just a one-start thing. Where, yeah, um, yeah, I feel like it's it's super important. And uh, like I said, I feel like that goes with like the mentality of, of things and just um, maybe just the way of viewing it and instead of you know uh, being anxious or nervous for a start. Um, not to get deep, but I had a friend uh, who recently gave up baseball uh, out of college, and we had a conversation today. Uh, he was just saying how, you know, you're in the big leagues, enjoy it. Um, if today was the last day you were going to throw a baseball, how do you want to go out? Obviously not. You don't want to go out there anxious and stressed. You want to go out there giving all you got. So uh, I feel like that's that's the mentality I want to take moving forward. I would say just the rotation on this road trip. It, you think, you know, you hear about hitting being contagious, but pitching as well. Yeah, I, I do believe that. I feel like um, when you see guys rolling, it just makes you want to get better and roll with them. So, um, you know, Sandy's obviously um, back to being Sandy. And um, I, I think everyone's pitching well. I think Brax is pitching really well. Um, I, I hope to get get on board right there. But, you know, we got Weathers now. We got Yuri. So 
um, we got great, great guys here, and uh, everyone works really hard. And I feel like, like you said, it's a little contagious, just like pitching. That third inning, in particular, after the offense gets three runs, just the importance of getting the shutdown inning. It's something that Skip and Melvin talked about all season, being able to do that once the offense gets gets things going. Yeah, I feel like uh, Skip's really pounded that into our minds, um, and I've known that my whole life. But uh, the, just the importance of it. Uh, once we put out, once we get with those three runs or scored those three runs, I knew it was important to go out there and get three outs right away. How satisfying was it to end your start on the uh, strike him out, throw him out as well? That was great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me and Nick. I mean, I, I I enjoy working with Nick a lot. So um, when he, when he gets the chance to throw someone out, I enjoy it for him too. And I mean, it helped me out. So I was happy. Well, the time the two seam sinkers today was that part of the game plan going in, or uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we try to use both sides of the plate. Um, honestly, I, I do. I feel like I threw a lot more sinkers than it read. Sometimes it reads as a four seam fastball for me. Uh, I don't know why. But um, for the most part, uh, maybe not as many singers. Uh, I feel like we, we really try to get inside on righties for the most part. But uh, we did a fair share of kind of both sides of the plate. All right, we're right back at it. It's going to be a 4-10 first pitch. It's the series finale, the final game of this six-game road trip on the West Coast. Marlins have an opportunity to split it and go 3-3. Three and three. It'll be Sandy Alcantara, who's been red hot, who takes the hill for Miami. As always, we hope you can join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.